Welcome to the Korean Atlas and History. Each episode, we will take you on an exploration through some aspect of Korean culture, the landscape, the history, and more. Today on the Korean Atlas and History Korean Mythical Figures The Door God The Munshin, or the God of Doors, in Korea is the god who always guards doorways in Korean shamanism. The worship of Munshin is strongest on Jeju Island, where he's known as Munjon. The first story of Munshin was recorded in the Samguk Yusa, and at this time he was called Chayong. The origin of Chayong can be traced back to ancient Korean folklore. Many believe Chayong was a real historical figure who lived during the Goryeo dynasty or possibly even earlier. The legend of Chayong later became intertwined with shamanistic beliefs. In one of the earlier stories of Chayong, an evil diseased deity was raping Chayong's wife. Chayong managed to repulse and drive off the deity. The people in the village heard of this and they began to spread his heroic deed. The story moved from person to person and later became connected to a traditional Korean dance. The Korean traditional dance known as the Talchum has been performed for centuries. Tal means mask and chum means dance. The tal chum is characterized by vibrant masks, colorful costumes, rhythmic movements, and lively performances. It was through the tal chum that the story of Chayong spread. As the spread of his story continued, the image of Chayong began to be used as a protective symbol on doors and entrances to keep evil spirits out. The idea continued until it was believed that these images had the ability to fully communicate with evil spirits and drive them away. Over time, society changed, but the cultural idea of Chayong as a protector remained. Even today, you can still find Korean homes with images of Chayong above the doorway, protecting the home from evil spirits. During the Goryeo dynasty, the worship of Chayong or Munshin began to be influenced by Taoist rituals. It is recorded that during the reign of King Yejong, Taoist believers made statues of Munshin. This is also the first time in which it was recorded that images and writings were put on the front of doorways. The worship of Munshin, a form of Gashin or spirit, is not strongly followed on mainland Korea as compared to Jeju Island. Where the worship is present, it's mostly followed in cities. In mainland Korea, Munshin could be embodied with an amulet, a portrait of Chayong, and a picture of a tiger or a picture of a rooster, or written calligraphy referring to the Korean New Year. The amulet, the portrait of Chayong, and the third item must then all be attached to a door. This mainland Munshin was worshipped in October and was considered somewhat lower than a house deity or Songjushin. The ritual held for the Munshin would be short and done simply by putting some rice wine and rice cakes on the threshold of the door. 
On Jeju Island, however, Moonshin is considered the greatest of all household deities, and Sangjushin does not exist. The idea is that the door is necessary to enter and exit the home, and Moonshin protects the door and the home. A proverb has been made about this, saying, There is no construction that Moonshin does not know. Along with this, believers of Moonshin will talk directly to Moonshin and explain to him what is happening in their home. This belief is often further divided into the god of the front door and the god of the back door. The god of the front door is known as Il Moonshin, and the god of the back door is Dit Moonshin. However, when considering this belief, it should be noted that when one speaks of Moonshin, they are generally referring to Il Moonshin. Duin Munshin has no ritual and is of much lesser importance. On Jeju, the ritual to Munshin is called Moon Junje. It happens in January of the Lunar New Year. During this ritual, a shaman will sacrifice a rooster and spray its blood on or around the door frame. The head is then buried under the threshold or near the door of the home. To embody the Jeju Munshin, called a Munjon, one would use strips of paper along with red, blue, and yellow clothes hung on a door. After the sacrificing of the rooster, the second portion of the Munjonje ritual would be to replace the old strips of paper with new ones, and this is called dressing the Munjon. The dressing Munjon ceremony would begin with dedication of fruits and water to Munjon, burning incense, and kneeling before the threshold. After this, the old strips of paper could then be replaced. In the final part of the Moonjunje ritual, the family would dedicate five specific fruits to Moonjun citron, apple, Korean pear, jujube, and nutmeg. After these dedications, the family would then eat the food together. In addition to this, at a period when a person left the house for an extended but temporary period of time, the person leaving was expected to hold a dawn ritual to Moonjun. During marriages as well, newlyweds would pray to Moonjun and dedicate some remaining food from the wedding feast to Moonjun. Specific food that should be saved for this ritual include a pig's head, some wine, and some incense. After the Moonjun wedding ritual, these food items would then be thrown onto the roof of the home. The Moonshin and Moonjun are interesting parts of Korean culture. If you're interested in these deities, make sure to look into the Moonjun Bonpuri myth and the Chasa Bonpuri myth. Along with these two, similar gods appear in Chinese mythology called Menshen. It should be noted that some of the information found in this podcast was created through queries of ChatGPT 3.5. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Korean Atlas and History. Most of today's information was taken from the Namu Wiki and Wikipedia. We hope you enjoyed this program, and we hope you check out our Facebook page. See you next time!